Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the Legacy Church Bible in a Year podcast. It is a true honor and privilege to be able to go through Scripture together. Before we begin today, let's just say a short prayer to focus our hearts and minds towards the Lord. Father, we ask you today to open our ears to hear all that you want to speak to us and open our eyes to see all that you want to reveal to us. We know that there is life-giving, transforming power in Scripture, so we surrender to your Holy Spirit now as we listen to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Day 179, 1 Kings chapter 20. Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, gathered all his army together. Thirty-two kings were with him, and horses and chariots, and he went up and closed in on Samaria and fought against it. And he sent messengers into the city to Ahab king of Israel and said to him, Thus says Ben-Hadad, Your silver and your gold are mine. Your best wives and children also are mine. And the king of Israel answered, As you say, my lord, O king, I am yours and all that I have. The messengers came again and said, Thus says Ben-Hadad, I sent to you, saying, Deliver to me your silver, your gold, your wives, and your children. Nevertheless, I will send my servants to you tomorrow about this time. They shall search your house and the houses of your servants and lay hands on whatever pleases you and take it away. Then the king of Israel called all the elders of the land and said, Mark now and see how this man is seeking trouble. For he sent to me for my wives, my children, my silver, and my gold. And I did not refuse him. And all the elders and all the people said to him, Do not listen or consent. So he said to the messengers of Ben-Hadad, Tell my lord the king, all that you first demanded of your servant I will do, but this thing I cannot do. And the messengers departed and brought him word again. And Ben-Hadad said to him, The gods do so to me and more also, if the dust of Samaria shall suffice for handfuls for all the people who follow me. And the king of Israel answered, Tell him, let not him who straps on his armor boast himself as he who takes it off. When Benadad heard this message as he was drinking with the kings in the booths, he said to his men, Take your positions. And they took their positions against the city. And behold, a prophet came near to Ahab, king of Israel, and said, Thus says the Lord, Have you seen all this great multitude? Behold, I will give it into your hand this day, and you shall know that I am the Lord. And Ahab said, By whom? He said, Thus says the Lord, By the servants of the governors of the districts. Then he said, Who shall begin the battle? And he answered, You. Then he mustered the servants of the governors of the districts. They were 232. And after them he mustered all the people of Israel, 7,000. And they went out at noon while Ben-Hadad was drinking himself drunk in the booths, he and the 32 kings who helped him. The servants of the governors of the districts went out first. And Ben-Hadad sent out scouts, and they reported to him, Men are coming out of Samaria. He said, If they have come out for peace, take them alive. If they've come out for war, take them alive. So these went out of the city, the servants of the governors of the districts, and the army that followed them, and each struck down this man. The Syrians fled, and Israel pursued them, but Benadad king of Syria escaped on a horse with horsemen. And the king of Israel went out and struck the horses and chariots, and struck the Syrians with a great blow. Then the prophet came near to the king of Israel and said to him, Come, strengthen yourself, consider well what you have to do. For in the spring the king of Syria will come up against you. And the servants of the king of Syria said to him, Their gods are gods of the hills, so they were stronger than we. But let us fight against them in the plain. Surely we shall be stronger than they. And do this, 
Remove the kings, each from his posts, and put commanders in their places, and muster an army like the army that you've lost, horse for horse, chariot for chariot. Then we will fight against them in the plain, and surely we shall be stronger than they. And he listened to their voice and did so. In the spring, Benadad mustered the Syrians, went up to Aphak to the fight against Israel, and the people of Israel were mustered and were provisioned and went against them. The people of Israel encamped before them like two little flocks of goats, but the Syrians filled the country. And a man of God came near and said to the king of Israel, Thus says the Lord, because the Syrians have said, The Lord is a God of the hills, and he's not a God of the valleys. Therefore I will give all this great multitude into your hands, and you shall know that I am the Lord. And they encamped opposite one another seven days. Then on the seventh day the battle was joined. The people of Israel struck down the Syrians, 100,000 foot soldiers in one day. And the rest fled into the city of Aphek, and the wall fell upon 27,000 men who were left. Ben-Hadad also fled and entered in an inner chamber in the city. And his servants said to him, Behold now, we've heard that the kings of the house of Israel are merciful kings. Let us put on sackcloth around our waist, ropes on our heads, and go out to the king of Israel. Perhaps he will spare your life. So they tied sackcloth around their waist, put ropes on their heads, and went to the king of Israel and said, Your servant Benadad says, Please let me live. And he said, Does he still live? He's my brother. Now the men were watching for a sign. They quickly took it up from him and said, Yes, your brother Benadad. Then he said, Go and bring him. Then Benadad came out to him and he caused him to come up into the chariot. And Benadad said to him, The cities that my father took from your father I will restore. And you may establish bazaars for yourself in Damascus, as my father did in Samaria. And Ahab said, I will let you go on these terms. So he made a covenant with him and let him go. And a certain man of the sons of the prophets said to his fellow at the command of the Lord, Strike me, please. But the man refused to strike him. Then he said to him, Because you have not obeyed the voice of the Lord, behold, as soon as you have gone from me, a lion shall strike you down. As soon as he departed from him, a lion met him, struck him down. Then he found another man and said, Strike me, please. And the man struck him, struck him and wounded him. So the prophet departed, waiting for the king by the way, disguising himself with a bandage over his eyes. As the king passed, he cried to the king and said, Your servant went out into the midst of the battle. Behold, a soldier turned and brought a man to me and said, Guard this man. If by any means he is missing, your life shall be for his life, or else you shall pay a talent of silver. And as your servant was busy here and there, he was gone. The king of Israel said to him, so shall your judgment be, you yourself have decided it. Then he hurried to take the bandage from his eyes. The king of Israel recognized him as one of the prophets. And he said to him, Thus says the Lord, because you have let go out of your hand the man whom I have devoted to destruction. Therefore your life shall be for his life, and your people for his people. And the king of Israel went to his house vexed and sullen and came to Samaria. First Kings chapter 21. Now Naboth, the Jezreelite, had a vineyard in Jezreel, beside the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. After this, Ahab said to Naboth, Give me your vineyard that I may have it for a vegetable garden, because it's near my house. I'll give you a better vineyard for it, or if it seems good to you, I'll give you its value in money. But Naboth said to Ahab, The Lord forbid that I should give you the inheritance of my fathers. And Ahab went to his house vexed, sullen, because of what Naboth the Jezreelite had said to him. For he had said, I will not give you the inheritance of my fathers. And he lay down in his bed, turned away his face, and would eat no food. But Jezebel his wife came to him and said to him, Why is your spirit so vexed that you eat no food? 
He said to her, Because I spoke to Naboth the Jezreelite, and said to him, Give me your vineyard for money, or else, if it please you, I'll give you another vineyard for it. And he answered, I will not give you my vineyard. And Jezebel, his wife, said to him, Do you not now govern Israel? Arise, eat bread, let your heart be cheerful. I will give you the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite. So she wrote letters in Ahab's name and sealed them with his seal. She sent the letters to the elders and the leaders who lived in Naboth in a city. And she wrote in the letters, Proclaim a fast and set Naboth at the head of the people, and set two worthless men opposite him, and let them bring a charge against him, saying, You have cursed God and the king, and take him out and stone him to death. The men of his city, the elders, the leaders who lived in his city, did just as Jezebel had sent word to them. It was written in the letters that she had sent to them. They proclaimed the fast. They set Naboth at the head of the people, and two worthless men came in and sat opposite him, And the worthless men brought a charge against Naboth in the presence of the people, saying, Naboth cursed God and the king. So they took him outside the city and stoned him to death with stones. Then they sent to Jezebel, saying, Naboth has been stoned, he's dead. As soon as Jezebel heard that Naboth had been stoned and was dead, Jezebel said to Ahab, Arise, take possession of the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite, which he refused to give you for money. For Naboth is not alive, but dead. As soon as Ahab heard that Naboth was dead, Ahab arose to go down to the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite to take possession of it. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Arise, go down to meet Ahab, king of Israel, who is in Samaria. Behold, he is in the vineyard of Naboth, for he has gone to take possession. You shall say to him, Thus says the Lord, Have you killed and also taken possession? And you shall say to him, Thus says the Lord, In the place where dogs licked up the blood of Naboth, Shall dogs lick your own blood? Ahab said to Elijah, Have you found me, O my enemy? He answered, I have found you, because you have sold yourself to do what is evil in the sight of the Lord. Behold, I will bring disaster upon you. I will utterly burn you up and cut off from Ahab every male, bond or free, in Israel. I will make your house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and like the house of Basha, the son of Ahijah, for the anger to which you have provoked me, because you have made Israel to sin. And of Jezebel, the Lord also said, The dogs shall eat Jezebel within the walls of Jezreel. Anyone belonging to Ahab who dies in a city, the dogs shall eat. And any one of his who dies in the open country, the birds of the heavens shall eat. There was none who sold himself to do what was evil in the sight of the Lord like Ahab, whom Jezebel his wife incited. He acted very abominably in going after idols as the Amorites had done, whom the Lord cast out before the people of Israel. When Ahab heard those words... He tore his clothes, put sackcloth on his flesh, and fasted, and lay in sackcloth, and went about dejectedly. And the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Have you seen how Ahab has humbled himself before me? Because he has humbled himself before me, I will not bring disaster in his days, but in his son's days I will bring the disaster upon his house. Well, thank you for joining us today on our Bible in a Year audio podcast. I want to encourage you to take what you've heard today and apply it into your life, to be a doer of the word and not just a hearer only. Remember, we are called to be disciples, not just converts. So we pray like Jesus prayed, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That means if God's kingdom comes, then the enemy's kingdom has to go. So let's take what we've heard and what we've learned and go be a light in this dark world. God bless and we'll see you again tomorrow.